0: Okay, let's uh let's begin Parshish Mishpatim. just uh, before we start I just want to um, dedicate the shir Losehranishmas uh Sabi, my my maternal grandfather whose yard site is tonight. His fiftieth yard site is tonight. He was the the rub of the Bialystoker synagogue in the Lower East Side, a major major player in uh, in Yadus at that time. It was Nifter, 1959. My great grandfather also was the Rav of the Shul. Yeah. Rav Yaakov Iskalski, Rav of the Bialestakar Shul. But tonight's Hosea Harav Michal Ben Harav Yaakov. These words of Torah should be an aliyah for his Neshama. Okay. Parshas Mishpatim. Parshish Mishpatim, some of us say, okay, no more stories. But separates somewhat from the men from the boys. But uh, as we will see, the messages of the Torah and the messages of Chazal go through every parsha. Again, Mishpatim is Chakvo in the top, top five parshios in, uh, in terms of mitzvos. All the babas come from this parsha. Many halachas, just spending time on Rashi in this week's parsha could take a long time. But let's see what, what, we, uh, what we'll start with. Okay, so the first source we have, or even let's just do the first pasik, and not even the first pasik, the first word, and not even the first word, the first letter. Let's spend a moment on the first letter of the parsha, Ve'ele. Ve'ele Hamishpat Demeshar Tassim So Rashi already picks up on Ve'ele. So many psukim, many start with a vav. Almost, I would say most parshiyos start with a vav. Vayeshev, va'yigash, va'yite, va'yera, va'era, Ve'ele Shmos. Almost, almost every parsha starts with a vav. But here, what is usually it's the continuation of a story. Here last week there was Maimon Arsina, and now we're talking about laws. So what's ve'ilah hamishpatim? So Rashi quotes, as we know, ve'ilah hamishpatim, komakom shenem ar e'le harishonim. Whenever it says the word e'leh, that is excluding what came before. ve'leh mosef al harishonim. But ve'leh is adding on to what was said before. Maharishonim Sinai of Sinai, Just like earlier was from Maimon Har Sinai, so too the following is from Maimon Har Sinai. Okay, what exactly is the message and the emphasis of Rashi that this is an add on? Says Revzevin in the source number one in La Torah this one letter in its own way tells us and hints to and emphasizes a totally different outlook on interpersonal relationships between Judaism and other nations, the Umos HaOlam. Says the Rev. Mishpatim heim ha ha misadrim, es-hayachasim sh Mishpatim, this whole parsha is about interpersonal laws. misudarim gam Every nation has laws societal laws. Every country in the world has different laws. There's differences here and there, what you're allowed to do, what you're not allowed to do. But generally, every country has its own interpersonal laws. What's the difference between our laws? We have Mishpatim, we have Babakama, Bab and they have their own Babakama, their legal system. What's the difference? Achat. One letter. The Vav, at the beginning of our parsha is the secret to it all. Baosvav. Bevav Mosef Alinyan Harishon. What's the message? Klomar et sleinu af hamishpatim shebeinadam lachaveru he misinai. Our interpersonal laws are not man-made, are not for the betterment of society, but they also come from Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Ma Elumisinai misinai af misinai. Savashem what are the laws in the other nations they 're basically what is accepted and what is ethical Olam, so everybody, all society, gets together and says, you know, we have to have these laws. As it says in Perkei Avos, right, without a government, Ish Hasri'eyu, Chaim Right? A kind of anarchy in, in society. So you have to have laws amongst people. But the ultimate purpose of laws is to keep the peace. The Del And there is a major difference between our laws then, which the source of it is Harsinai, and their laws, which the source of it is their own logic. A man-made law doesn't hold when there is a desire to go against it. So we can come up with any excuse and any defense in the book. Rachman al-Islan, how many laws were there throughout centuries in countries against murder? And yet when it came to pogroms and crusades, it's all murder. You can come up with any defense that you want to get around and circumvent. And even in Germany, there were laws before World War II. During World War II, there were laws. But once a Jew is decided not to be a human, so then the laws don't apply in this case. Continuing, (laughs) Nahare nachlei damnes <laughs> pachim beritzihot pratiyodu be galmoqval yod be gote ko vorwa der ro der hine vaad lo mochlo tirtza khutzad musarisha ko modembo lo tirtza murder of course not we fiqah when it comes to us our interpersonal laws our mishpatim be dato do not come based on our own logic and what we think is good for the society but it comes from our barcho not just ethics, That's where our laws come from. Yisharim. Right, The Mishpatim, not just the Chukim. The Mishpatim, Dov and the writes. That's the message of that one little letter that starts off our parsha. just like those other laws, believe in Akkadish Hu. But all these shore and bore and maven all the details, nitty gritty of parshas mishpatim, that also comes from Har The This same idea might be familiar to some of you from a different source. It's a famous question. Beginning of Avos. Two questions Avos. Two questions that are well known on the first Mishnah in Pirkei Avos. First of all, why is the Pirkei Avos tucked away at the end of Seder Nazikin? The last Mesechta in Seder Nazikin. I think Pirkei Avos would at least make it to the first. At least make it to the first. It's okay. It's, it's usually done in, in, in length form. But still, Pirkei Avos is a different type of Mesechta. That's one question. The other question, though, is what is the first Mishnah in Pirkei Avos doing at the beginning of Perek Of course, we're familiar. Moshe Kibbal Torah Misina Mesorah Le-Yoshua, Le-Yoshua, the Shal-Shelos Har Sinai, all the way down to us. Why is that at the beginning of Perek That should be what? The first mission in Shas? Before you have Amos, like before you have Brachas. Tell us, Hashem gave the Torah to Moshe Rabbeinu, I gave it to Yeshua, I gave it to the Nevi'im, why is that Mishnah at the beginning of Perkei You can even men- emphasize and deepen the question, Perkei has no halacha in it. Smile at people. Give them the benefit of the doubt. Torah is not a Yerushalacha. you got to work hard. And you got to have government and make your Torah keva. There's no halachas in there. Moshe Kibol Torah Sinai. That should be before Bracha, Shabbos, Erem, Sachim. That's where we need Moshe Kibol Torah Sinai. So why is that Mishnah there? Says the Rav Bar exactly the same idea that Rav Zevin writes in the beginning of the Veela. Omerani writes the Bartanura in source two. al mitzvah mi Dafka because this mesechta of Perkyavos is not mitzvos kishar shebe mishna like every other mesechta mishnayis elakula musar it's all ethics it's all good midos. And every nation has their ethicists that they write their own svarim. How a person should act with their friend. Every nation has their America has theirs, and even the state of Israel has certain ethics, not totally based on Torah. And every other country in the world, kavachomer, right? So everything has their laws, right? So you might have thought, says the Rav Tanura, if you wouldn't have this Mishnah here, you would think Perkyavos is just like all other laws. Be nice to people and smile. You don't need a Moshe Kibbal Torah at the beginning of Mishnah's Erevin. Where else did Erevin come from? Of course the Erevin came from Hashem. Tamura. What, you need Moshe Kibel. This came from Har Sinai. Where else did Tmurka? I made up Tmurah. I didn't make up Torah I didn't make up Brachas, Shabbos. You don't need a Moshe Kibel Torah, Misenai to tell me Brachas, Shabbos, Ervin Pei Ademai Kilayim. Pirkei it's so nice. Ezehu Chacham, Ezehu Ashir. You know, our rabbis made that up. No. Moshe Kibel Torah, Misenai. Because that didn't come from Har Sinai, as Rav Zevin said, who knows what we know is lo You know, other nations might think that if there's a patient in the hospital, it's a mitzvah to do a certain behavior. Even though we might say it's murder to do a certain behavior. When it's all based on a human source, so then there's no rules and it's all based on the doctor, it's based on the person, it's based on whatever they think. Moshe, Kibbal, Torah, the beginning of perkayavos Because all of our Masorah, our halacha, our hashkafa, comes from Harsinai, ve'eleh. The little vav says, Revzev, Zevin says it all." Okay, moving right along. The first herek that we have, the first laws we get after Har Sinai, besides about building a mezbeach, last week's parsha is the laws of Evet Ivri. Not the most exciting laws in most people's view. The avadim comes up a number of times. Much has been written. Why are these the first laws? We're going to focus on a few of the halachos. Why are these the first laws? Gisigna eved Ivri, six years. If the Evid then says, es es Banai. The halacha is that a master is allowed to give his Evad Ivri a wife, who will bear children, who will be a vadim for the master. And what happens after six years when he's supposed to go free? He says, I don't want to leave. I like it here. I like my life. I'm not leaving. I know I can, but I'm not leaving. What's the halacha? We say, okay but we have to do a little surgery. V'hi gisho Adonav el-ho'elohim, his master takes him to the judges, V'hi gisho al-adeles al-mezuzah, and the Bez then goes next to the door, V'ratza Adonav es-azno b'martzeah, V'avado l'olam. And the Eved is nirtza, we poke a hole into his ear next to the door, and V'avado l'olam, and he stays forever, which Khazase means til'yovem. Okay? Halachav Eved Nirtza. So, again, another question that is asked. We've dealt with a different answer in other contexts. But we're going to have a different one now. Rashi quotes, Why are we piercing his ear? Why his ear? Out of all the parts of the body, why, why the ear? So, Rashi quotes the Gemara and Kidushin, Kiddushin, which has different Shatim, says the, says Rashi. Sorry, let me just. Ozenzos, Sheshama al Harsinai, Lo Signov, Vagonav Riqamazaka says, this ear, I'm reading Rashi, this ear that heard, don't steal, and he went and stole, and that's why we have to sell him? Pierce his ear. And somebody who's just poor and sold himself? Hashem's your master. You can't have another master. So pierce his ear. So that's why it's the ear. This ear that heard at our Sinai, all of these statements, we pierce his ear. So we've dealt with the Maharal Diskins. Question before he has one answer. We're going to deal with a different answer now. Tomorrow I'll just get asked the Maral Diskin asks the following: As follows, why is this guy, why is this Evan being punished? Because he heard at Arsenai. So why is this punishment happening now after six years? We should pierce his ear right away. What does Rashi say? Why do we pierce his ear? Because he went and stole. He didn't steal now. He stole six years ago. So why don't we punish him then? He heard av- avad by Har right? So why, right when he starts tries to sell himself, we should we should punish him. Why is the Ritzia process held in abeyance for six years? So, the Maral Diskin has one answer, not for now, maybe in a future Sheer. I'd like to learn with you the shot of the Shem Anatov. Shem Ruth Weinberger, writes as follows. Quotes Rashi, and he quotes this question. Vahanira, line 8, source number 3. Vahanira bebir sheni in yani ha'ozen, who the ha'evich avar signo v'halach the Torah gives you a way out. You stole, you can't pay back. The Torah gives you an option. The Torah allows you to create a certain context. You'll be an Eved. But all of a sudden, the Eved says, I like my situation. I like it here. I'd rather live my, with my Shivcha Kanan's wife than my, my, my half-Jewish wife than to live with my regular wife. Nimsahu Omer, line 12. So what is he in effect saying? I'm happy with the responsibility that I have. I'm happy with my achrayus now. With my Hitzchaviyot, with my obligations. This is what I'm doing. I'm good where I am. I know I have less responsibilities now. I'm an Eved. But you know what? I'm happy here. I don't need so much responsibility. I don't have to take, you know, the lead. I'm happy where I am. This is who I am. Says the Shem Somebody has that attitude. The attitude of not wanting to grow. Not wanting to move ahead. Not looking for opportunities of responsibilities, that deserves another punishment. If we have the attitude of "I'm happy where I am," I've had. Enough, I don't need to go. I don't need to go up. I don't need to look for more. Yatsa, he says the line uh, line seventeen. Those who claim any It's enough for me to be here. Enough for me to be at this level. Right, I am who I am. Baruch Hu, he knows me. This is the way I've been. This is who I am. The de He's closing his ear. He's now he's closing his ear. He's closing his ear on moving up the ladder. He's closing his ear on taking upon himself more. And he even says the continuing means we're gonna go Milo Milo, we're gonna go up and up. But this person is saying, you know, this is who I am. He says, that's a saozen. ha'ozen. The Chazonish once wrote that the most dangerous attitude that we could have is not a rasha. A rasha, at least he has feelings. He's into what he's doing. Hopefully one day he'll turn around. The most dangerous attitude a person can have, says the Khazonish, is somebody who's a benoni b'shita. Somebody who's a lachachis, a benoni. This is who I am. I'm not, I'm not going down, but I'm moving up. This is who I am, HaKadosh Baruch Hu. You know, take me. You know, this is, this is where I got after, after, after Yeshiva. That's it. New chumras, new extra. No, I'm, happy, I'm good where I am. This is what my family does. This is where I am in life. Can't be. The Geron Mishle says that people and Malachim are described differently in Tanakh. Malachim, V'swafim Omdim Mimalo, Malachim are called Omdim. They're created as they are for eternity. They're an omade. But people are called aholeich. a holich. Person is called a Holich, a goer. We're moving. We're constantly in flux. This Evet says I'm happy where I am. Baruch Hu, don't give me any more any more Dinim Halachas. He says that's a stima saozen, and that's something that we have to correct and we have to punish. I once heard maybe also that could connect this parha, it's all starting. It's of Shkalim also for the maftir. Every single Jew gives a shekel. Maxes a shekel. Every single man between certain ages. Every single Jew. No, but oh, I don't have to do it. I'm okay. Let the Talmud HaChachamim do it. Oh, no, every Jew adds his own nofech. Adds his own unique contribution to Klal Yisrael. Everyone. That's the opposite of an evidentiary who says, I'm happy where I am. That's the Shemonatov, and that's why Ritsiya happens then. If you look at a Pasuk before, two before that, this halakha that we're referring to, right? And Evan Ivri goes to the goes to the uh, master. So Pasak Gimel, the third Pasak in the parsha, In bakapoya vo a seemingly a seeming xeris What's the halakha? If the Eved was not married, going in, then the Adon, the master, is not allowed to give him a Shivka is to live with. he just goes in by himself, In Bali Shahu, if he's married, the ishtoim. So right? Oh, then he's allowed the master's allowed to give him a wife. That's the Allah. That's what it says in the Gemara. Gemara explains the Psukim. Only if he had a wife going in, then he could get another wife. But if he didn't have a wife going in, then he's not allowed to. So you might say just the opposite. Just the opposite. So what's the message? What's the message? So Rashi quotes Magid. You have it in source four on top. Magid Shemlo Sui Metchila. If he wasn't married originally, Ain Rabo Moser Lo Shifla Kananis mimeno Avadim. He's not allowed to. So what's the message? Says Sternbach in Tam Vadas Nire Lomar betam Hadover. Top of the second page. Let me explain the reason. Kimi Shekfar Hayonasui Yisraelis. Somebody who's already married. Yada ben Says of Sternbach, this Evid is going to get a shifcha kananis? It's not going to be a real marriage. It's going to be an avdus. Why is he allowed to bury a shifcha kananis? To create a for the adon. Says of Sternbach, if this Evid is not married when he goes in and he gets this woman, he's going to think this is marriage. He's going to think this is what it's cracked up to be. This is it. Avdus, Shifcha, says of Sternbach we can't allow that. The only way we'll allow this low-level relationship as part of Avdus is as long as we're safe in knowing that this Evan knows what a real marriage is all about. If this Evan knows that, then fine. Then it's not dangerous to give him this Shifcha. Aval next paragraph. Somebody is not married. If his rab is allowed to give him this shivcha, he won't realize. We don't realize this is such a lowly. This isn't marriage. To have these avadim, he won't realize what real family life is about. He won't realize and appreciate what a real marriage is about. On the positive ends, he won't realize that a life between a husband and a wife is on so many different levels. Not just on the physical level as is spoken about between a Shifcha kananis and an Eved Ivri, but it's on so many levels. Ravaii Kaplan writes in one of his Svarim, I gave it to him in Source 5, Made in Heaven, which is a beautiful safer. Whenever I'm marrying off a, a young couple, I always required reading. I made them read this. Rabbi Kaplan there has from the most basic to the most sublime. He writes in there that your marriage has to have kosher food, right? He writes it for the basic, but he also writes amazing symbolisms. It's, very, it's a very, you can read it very quickly. Amazing symbolisms of every stage of the marriage. From the engagement all the way through the Sheva Brachas. Every stage. Made in heaven. Beautiful, safer for anybody who's engaged to read. So there he discusses the minhag of a chasen and a fasting on the day of their wedding. Various reasons given. It's like a Yom Kippur. Mechilas savonos, Chasen and starting afresh, starting anew. But he also has another element. He writes in the first paragraph. Marriage involves both spiritual and physical elements. The couple is about to start the physical part of the relationship. Right now, that next day, the physical aspect of the relationship is going to begin. Says Rabbi Kaplan, Chazal and the Minah Yisrael wants to emphasize that yes, the physical relationship is deeply important in Halacha and Ashkafa, but there are so many other levels that the Chassan and the Kala connect on. And therefore, right before the physical relationship starts, we go to the other extreme. We don't involve insel- ourselves in anything physical. No eating, no drinking. To emphasize that the chassad and the kala are connected socially, emotionally, psychologically, so, on so many other levels. That's what a Jewish marriage is. In Bakapoya, vo we can't take the chance for the evan not to realize this crucial message. Rabbi Kaplan writes, While the physical is the most immediate, unless the couple have spiritual harmony, their physical desire for each other will rapidly fade. A physical relationship without an emotional bond may be exciting at first, but without the emotional, the excitement rapidly vanishes. But on a deeper level, even the emotional bond depends on the spiritual. And he continues as well with a similar message, again to emphasize the marriage is on so many levels. And again, this doesn't only mean for the beginning of marriage, it's for Sheva Brachis, it's for Shana Rishona, and it's for many, many years thereafter, hopefully as well. One final thought related to this, and that is an important pirush of the Rambam and Perkei Avus. The on there writes in the first parak, this Rambam can be used in many different ways, in the sixth Mishnah, where it says, Aseh l'charav, the l'cha haver. Buy yourself a friend. Chevra is extremely important. All the mafarshim and the Mishnayos talk about. But the Rambam here says kneilach hahevra. Source number six, third line on the right side. HaKavana sheRa'u liAdam laKachas laAtzmo hahevra kol panim. A person should try to get themselves a friend k'deisha yutvu b'kach kol inyanav to help each other out. K'mosha amar as the Gemara says aichay brusa am yisusa v'moyitse umut sarch We have to try the hardest. We have to try our hardest to get a uh, a positive hevra. And Don't stop until I get the proper friends that I would like. Continuing a few lines, He quotes Aristotle. The famous line of Aristotle, he says, Your best friend is you. What does that mean? That the way you act, hopefully if you act in a positive way, so then you will breed a certain type of environment around you, and those like-minded people will come to you. Okay, but then the Rambam says, There are three kinds of friends. Three kinds of positive friends. Real friends. And again, remember, this is not the Rambam's words. The Rambam wrote Pirosh Hashanah in Arabic. The only thing we have from the Rambam in Hebrew is the Mishnah Torah. Yad HaChazaka. Pirosh and the Moron Avuchim, the God for the Perplexed, was written in Arabic. But this is the translation that we have of the, of the Arabic. So there are three kinds of friends. Chaver letoelas, chaver hanaa, the chaver ledivar nala, for a for a purpose, chaver for pleasure, and a chaver for a greater good. So he talks about each one. Chaver letoelas, what's chaver letoelas? Who could go and shnei shutfin? It's like partners. Let's say you own a company with somebody. So you're in it to make money. You're in it because you have a common. You know, you're trying to make make, make a buck like uh like the um like the the of, of a king so that is one type chever to elis Aval chever line 19 who su'gim, there are two types of chever hanah but there's a link between them it's a higher level friend chever tanug the chever pitachon within chever hanah it's two types of friends chever tanug what does that mean who chever has harimun kevo like some people have when they get married right tanug they give each other pleasure they enjoy each other's company, not of physical pleasure, but they enjoy being together. That's that's higher than chaver it's higher than a business associate, which is like one. But like two, they they each get something out of the relationship. The bitachon, what is that? adam a trustworthy person. I could be upfront and open with you, like a best friend. My best friend could be this type of. Friend. None of these are negative. They're all just different levels. Again, number one was Kheverto We have a mutual need. We're business partners. Next is Khever Hanoah. We each get something out of it. Right? Or right? Or I get Hanoah because I can tell you my secrets, etc. But let's skip down now to the highest level. Line seven. The what's the highest level of a friend? When both parties in the friendship have common goals, common aspirations, common values, common ideals. The greater good. For something above. they each try to help their friend to achieve those goals. Both first two categories were about each giving the other one something. This third one is each of them trying to give the other one something else, a greater good. So that's the ultimate. He says that's a Rebbe and a Talmud relationship, right? They're trying to understand the Torah. But one could also say that's the highest level of a marriage, the highest level where both the husband and the wife. Obviously, it's, they're all inclusive, right? A, a husband and a wife should be for each other, a la and a la Hana'a, but it should also have the level of a Chevrolet nala, Both shooting for and striving for building a life based on Torah, based on Avodah's Hashem, based on bringing, bringing a biased Nemel Yisrael to be a Teferes for the nation. That's a nala. That's why we fast to emphasize all the levels of our relationship, and that's why, says with Sternbach, if this guy doesn't have a wife going in, we can't give him one, because he will never then understand and see what a real marriage is all about. Okay? Keep that in your back pocket for shavarovs. Okay. There's a f- story of the rugged shaver which is set in different forms, or of Yosef Rosen hundred years ago, where he's the one, he has very long hair in all of his pictures. Different misoras why he had long hair. Some say he never wanted to go to take off his take off his yarmulke to to get a haircut. He was he was he was learning every second. Many I was once a friend of mine in yeshiva. His grandfather lives in Kvar Chabad. So I once went there for Shabbos twenty something years ago, and um, and his grandfather grew up in Dvinsk. So his grandfather remembers being with, with the with the record shiver. The Meshuchachma had been nifter a few years before. The, the Meshuchachma was the rabbi of Dvinsk, and the record was the Rosh shiva. So he tell story. He sat on the rugged shover's lap, the rugged shover gave him lollies. Tells stories about the rugged shover that uh, he used to like. He never he never walked on sidewalks because he couldn't go he don't his brain, he couldn't go down to the end of the block and then go up at the next block. He had to just go walk next to sidewalks, he could just walk straight. So he wouldn't have to have that mental energy. He was totally focused on, on Torah. But it's the rugged shover, it's an amazing story said about the rugged shover. Sofan's paneach. That's his Sefer, or beyond So there's a story told of the rugged shover, which the story will help answer the question of, why well, there's so many laws about oxen and pits and fire, bore shore, right? How many, how many years of, of, of high school? How many hours we spend on on your ox and my ox? And uh, your ox and my ox, how many how many, how many uh, shiurim are spent on this? So let's hear what the rugged shover has to say. There was a woman that once went to the rugged shover and she says, Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Rosen, my baby, there's something very strange going on. And the story was said over probably in many a Daph year two weeks ago. Goes to the Raghav, Trevor, and says, I have a problem with my baby. My baby nurses wonderfully during the week, but it comes to Shabbos and Yantif, he doesn't nurse. I've gone to doctors, they have no idea. They can't tell me what's going on. So I don't know what to do. So, one of the versions of the story is, I went to Rev Meir Simcha and he couldn't give me an answer either. But I didn't see that, uh, I'm not sure of that version either. But the answer in that version was, for Meir Simcha doesn't know a Mefurish Yerushalmi. Or you could just say, it's a Mefurish Yerushalmi. What Yerushalmi? Yerushalmi Babakamah. What Yerushalmi in Babakama talks about nursing babies. Says the Mishnah in Mesechas Babakama in Source number 7. There's a concept called tam and muad. We know a tam is an ox that gores the first three times, only has to pay half the damage. A muad is, after three times, he has to pay full. First three times, we assume, the owner doesn't have to watch it, you can't expect it. After three times muad, you have to. But the Mishnah says you could be a muad for certain things and not for other things. Let's say, says the Mishnah, sharshu You could be a muad to gore certain types of animals and not other types of animals. He's a mu'ad for dogs and not for cats. He's a mu'ad for people and not for animals. He's a mu'ad for this, men, and that. All different types. And then the Mishnah says, Amru rabbi Yehuda. They said in front of Rabbi Yehuda, Hare, where it's underlined, Harehu muad muad What happens if an animal constantly gores on Shabbos? And then it doesn't gore during the week. Do you have such a Bria? Is that possible? Says Sure. If so, then if he gored three Shabbasim in a row, so then on Shab, if he gores on Shabbos again, he pays full, and he gores on a weekday, he's gonna pay half. Beautiful. Says the Yerushalmi on that Mishnah and source eight on the bottom. Havin sovereign Maymar, They said my time of Rabbi Huda. What, what's the svar of Rabbi Huda? Happy of have a mood for Shabbos and not for weekday. Mikivan du Khamilon when the ox sees the fancy clothes mishana Daite. It puts him out of his head. He sees people dressed differently, that makes him act differently. That's how you can be a muad for Shabbos and not for weekday. The Pnei Moshe, one of the commentaries of the Afronim on the Ushalmi in the next page says. Mikivan dechamilone klamer mistama machu ragil and goch Shabbat. So why does he go on Shabbos and not on weekday? Mach b'sharo adam lovshim ma Shabbos. Miku bade v'ekim. He sees people dressed differently. V'ne ragil b'zev. V'nasa u'mish tageya. What's going on here? See, so he just gores. That's how you could have such a briah. Says the ragged Go put on your weekday clothes and see what happens. She puts on her weekday clothes. Kachava the baby nursed. Laws of oxen might come up. Halacha Even if you don't know an ox. That's the rugged shepherd. Okay. Let's skip the gra for a minute. We'll see if there's time afterwards to come back. Actually, let's do it. Let's do it. There'll be time. Says the gra. We know, another halacha, we're focusing a lot on avadim here. Well, that's the first beginning of the parsha. mishpatim. Again, you can spend a lot of time on anything, but hopefully there'll be chances to discuss it. Says the gra, even before that, one of the halachas of of a um, <clears throat> of an eved, if you look at Perachav Aleph Pasik Chavav and Chavzayin, let's say a master Chana L'slah knocks out or damages an eye of his eved, lachav shisha say no, he has to set him free if you knock out the eye of your eved. Or his tooth. His eye or his tooth. You've got to set him free. Why the eye and why the tooth? Out of all the parts of the body. So we already discussed the ear. Again, every detail in the Torah. You read it, you're like, what is this? But the more we learn something, the more we appreciate the symbolism. Again, the more, just as a marshal, the more we learn safer Vayikra. You know how much ink the Talmud spend, spends on the most of us turn off when we get to carbonus Hopefully we won't, we'll turn on. The more we learn, the more we appreciate it. So when we, something there, what are we say in Dafyomi, whenever we get, get to an Ahmed about Tum and Tara? Oh, let's, let's do it quickly, let's get back to, no, this is, you got we gotta push more on it. The more we focus on it, the more we'd appreciate it. So, Shein V'ai. So why the Dafka, the tooth and the, and the eye? Says the Gemara Mosef, Brachas, we discussed, I think, two or three weeks ago. Sekhas brachas dache says on top. Yisurin physical um, pain cleanses the sins of a person. Kal vachomer Yisurin physical pain cleanses the sins of a person. kavachomer vachomer michein A kavachomer from shame and ayin from the halacha of shame and ayin. Ma shame vaayin shame echad mei of shaladam. If shame and ayin, which are only one limb of a person. Eved, yo, tse, bah, then le, Eved goes free. Yisurin, shem, amakin, kal, kufa, shalot, amalachas, kamavakam, surely, if my whole body is pained, I go free. Says the gra, why does the Gemara say Shane vi'ayin? Should be shain, o'ayin. Right? The tooth, or the, or the eye. Why the tooth and the eye? It sounds like that's what it should be. Shane vi'ayin. Says the gra, what, what's, what's the Shane Va'in? Bir hagra. Who is the first Eved? Where does Avdus come from? Parsha's Noach. Parsha's Noach. Dinei hatam sheu haeved yosei lecherz b'shen Why does an Eved go free with shen v'ayin? Hu mi shum sheu haavdezba mi koach hachola noach lo beno It comes from the curse of Noach to cham. Va'amar when he said to him, Eved avadim yehiel leechav, you will be an Eved. Why? What did Cham do wrong? There are two verbs that describe in the Torah what he did wrong. Number one, he looked. He looked at his father's nakedness. Right? He didn't walk backwards. Not only did he look, what did he do then? He went to tell his brothers. He looked and he told his brothers. He looked the eye and he spoke. Right. What's the last place which our, our words touch before it leaves our mouth, obviously the tongue and the throat all take part in it, but the teeth. says <laughs> the So really he's got to knock get both to go free, because both of them were the problematic parts of the body. does <laughs> Hashem that he says, I'll just take one of them. I'll take one of them and that's enough for me. But that's why it's just a one-liner to say at the Shabbos table. And um, that's the Shabbos of the Gemara that theoretically it should be Shane and Ayin. Continuing. If you look now, let's skip now. We're doing the beginning of the Parsha tonight and the end of the Parsha tonight. At some point in the future we will come back to the middle parts of the Parsha. Look at the end of the Parsha. Parachav Dalid, Skipping all the way to the end. The Torah tells us a repeat, seemingly, of Matan Torah. After all the laws, we have Per Hadal Aleph Moshe Amar Hashem. To Moshe Hashem said. Go up, they shall watch from afar, they shall bow down. They shouldn't come close. Moshe goes and tells all the Am what happened, and this is where they say Nasa. Moshe writes everything down, he builds on Mizbeach. he takes the blood, sprinkles half of it on the Mizbeach. half of it on the people. Hopefully we'll talk about that one day, what the symbolism is. But say Moshe Adam, and we have the whole story again. So Rashi says in Parakh of this parsha is out of order. This is an example of Ein Mukdam U'Mukhar Torah. The Torah is not out of order, but better, not written in chronological order. Right? Out of order means there was a mistake. It's not out of order. It's not written. Ein Mokdam U'Mukhar. What's written, what's said earlier, what happens earlier, is not always earlier in the Torah. Rashi L'shitaso writes that in many places in his Pirishan Chumash, even where the Torah doesn't hint to it. That's what Rashi here says. Parashah on Pasuk Aleph. Kodam Aseret This Perek, Chav belongs beginning of Parashah's Yisra. Before the Aseret That's Rashi. The Ramban, the Eben Ezra, Kedarkam BaKodesh, they do not want to say this. The Ramban tries his hardest throughout his commentary on Chumash not to say, in Mokdom unless He's stuck. So for example, in Bamidbar, Perak Aleph and Perak Tes of Sefer Bamidbar, it says dates. And the date of Perak Tes is before the date of Perak Aleph. So you can't get out of that one. So where you're forced to say it, he says it. But otherwise, the Ramban tries very hard not to say it. So here too, the Ramban says, no. There was Harsinai, there was Parshas Mishpatim, and then there was this whole ceremony that Moshe Binu did. Everything beautiful is chronological order. Lishit just hopefully maybe we'll talk about it next week a little more. Lishit Rashi, Rashi says that the Mishkan, why was the Mishkan there? As a kapara for the Egel. That's Rashi Shita. Even though Truman and Tzavah come before Kisisa. Says the Ramban, there's foreshadowing to next week, Truma, the Mishkan, is a continuation of our Sinai. Nothing to do with the Egel. Because Truma comes after Mishpatam in Yisrael. So again, Lashitaso, but throughout the Torah, we find Machlokos between Rashi and the Ramban about the order of the Torah, but the order that impacts on Pshatan that you give to different uh, ideas in the Torah. So let's go with Shitas Rashi. Rashi, there's two stories, there's two occurrences, descriptions of Maimon Harsinai. Parshas Yisrael, Kabbalas HaTorah, and here Perachav Dalid um, at the end of Mishpatim. So what's the difference between the two? What's the difference and why are they separated? Ask the Briska Rav. Yuyan B'Pirish Rashi, in source 11. 10 is the Rambam, or Yagazan Rashi. Shekasev is the Lashona. Parsha zu nemra kodem haserah sedibris b'dalat v'siva nemra lo'aleh. Right here, Rashi says this Parsha was said earlier. Hine, mashachilaktan hat Torah l'shtei parshios ha Parsha De hacha vah Parsha da b'chodesh ha-shlishi. Why the Torah split up the two parshios? Yisro and mishpatim. Nireh, says the Briska there are two different ideas happening here. ha'yusham. Two separate ideas. Number one, ha'echad, mayim the Kabbalah Satorah. Kabbalah Satorah, accepting the laws, an acceptance to do something, an acceptance to do the mitzvos. The second, this one, is going into a covenant with a Baruch Hu, a bris. Like the Mechilta says, Once there was a Kabbalah at Torah, not al hadam v'zark He took the dam and sprinkled it. Sprinkling is always a reflection of a bris. Next column. Parshas Yisro last week, only Naseh. This week we have Naseh V'nishma. Which, by the way, that Sheer uh, Mosi Shabbos, where I'm giving it, so, uh, the, it's gonna be about Nasa Venishma versus Kathalem HaKagikas. So that's the, if anybody, everybody's invited, details to follow. Vahanira, why is Nasa in Yisro, Nasa v'Nishma here? De Pirusha de Nasa huasiyas ha mitzvah. Nasa, we will do! We will do what you tell us to do, Hashem. Venishma Pirusha, Kabbalah Sabris. Nishma means, we accept to be connected to you. Ukamosha, Tirgim Okolas, Nevid v'ne'kabel. It's a totally different idea. It's not to do, but to be. We discussed in the past the Beis HaLevi, who has a similar idea, but not for now. In Parshish Yisro, which talks about Kabbalah Torah, Are they going to accept the Torah to do? Are you going to do my mitzvahs? Naseh will do your mitzvahs. Are you going to be married to me? Are you going to be my nation? Forget about doing. But it's about your mahus, who you are. Nishma. We're not just going to do, but nishma. We're going to accept. We're going to be your nation, HaKadosh We're there. We are your nation. That's not just an acceptance to do something right now. We'll do it. You have to swear on behalf of all future generations. So this mishpatim might even be deeper, but they're both needed. One is an acceptance to do the mitzvot. One is to be. Second is to be Jews, to be God's nation. And both of them were needed. And it's the second one, it's the Mishpatim one, that's everlasting, says the Grizz. An acceptance to do Mitzvahs, so why is that binding on my grandchildren? But Nishma, Nasa v'nishma, to be the Amkadosh, to be the Kaddish Baruch nation, that's something that continues forever and ever. Okay. Let's get to one major final thought. Again, you have a little bit of it written on your sheet, but I left a lot of room for you to write it down. Again, it's a very worthwhile thought that one could use at a Sheva Brachis, at a Chuppah, whenever one has to speak, and at others as well. I'll try to relate it. This thought I heard from Shemr of criesworth uh, from Belgium. If you look at the last Eben Ezra in the Parsha, or even first, the last pasuk in the Parsha. Last pasuk in the Parsha, Moshe Abinu goes back up, Again, Rashi, Ramban, when it happens, and vayishkom k'vod Hashem al Sinai, the k'vod Hashem appears on our Sinai, and the Anan covers it sheishes yamim. Vayikras el Moshe b'yam Hashiv b'tocha Anan, Hashem calls to Moshe on the seventh day. Umarek k'vod Hashem keish ochelos b'tocha Barosahar, Hashem is like a burning fire. Vayavo Moshe b'tocha Anan v'yalah har. Right, Moshe goes goes up to the hahar, Vayi Moshe Bahar Arbaim yom, arboim laila. And he's there 40 days and 40 nights. 40 days and 40 nights. Says the Ebenezra. Source 13. Last seven words of the Ebenezer. Well, oh Let's read it from the beginning. He didn't go down for 40 days and 40 nights. He didn't eat bread. He didn't drink water. He did nothing physical during these days. He go this is the greatest nace that has ever occurred. Moshe Rabbeinu on the top of our Sinai, 40 days and 40 nights, not eating, not drinking. Unbelievable. That's the Eben Ezra. Yes, of Criesworth. It was amazing. Don't take anything away from it. Kriyas Suf. The Mon, the Be'er, the clouds, Makas Behoros. We've had a lot of great nisim. The sun stopping. Okay, Moshe Rabbeinu, not eating for 40, 40 nights. That was the greatest pelegadol, lo kamo. That's the greatest nace ever. What exactly is the message? So if Chrysler writes that the Mejur says in Parsha Zosabracha, it's not on your sheet, it's in Zosabracha. But the Major says, describes Moshe Rabbeinu bargaining with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, at the end of his life. HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, it's time. Moshe Rabbeinu says, come on. I've done so much. Give me some more time. No, sorry, it's time. 120, exactly. It's time. Let me be a bird. Let me be a bird. Sorry. Let me be just just a feather flying through the air, something in Oram Sorry, Sorry, no. Moshe bargains and bargains and bargains, but at the end of the day, it's a no-go. What's the message of the Medrash? Moshe's bargaining. Moshe had the deepest and greatest appreciation of, of every moment in olam hazeh that one could appreciate. He realized the potential of every moment. Right? It says in Perkyavos, every moment of olam hazeh is greater than all the moments of olam habo, because here you he can do something, here we could earn schar. Here's the prizdar before we get to the traklin. Every Moshe Rabbeinu had the great, that's why he bargained so much. No, I want to stay here. I want to earn. He wanted so much, even to stay for another moment, five seconds. He said, give me five seconds in Eretz Yisrael. Just let me. He had such a great appreciation and yet he was ready to give up 40 days and 40 nights of his life not to be on this world. He didn't eat and drink. He wasn't human. Humans can't do that. So he was ready with all his appreciation he was ready to be Moser Nefesh for Chal Yisrael. I'll give up 40 days and 40 nights of my life in order to bring down the Torah for Chal Yisrael. To be Moser Nefesh to commit the math of Chal Yisrael. That type of commitment for a fellow Jew, Pela gadol ohaya that's the pelagadol. Not just a miracle. The Messieris Nefesh that a person has for a fellow Jew. That's the Pelagadal. Moshe Rabbeinu was such an appreciation, and he was ready to give it all up. That's Gavos. And that's the pelagolos says the Ezra. That's Rav Friesworth. Rav Noach Obam, when I heard him say this Vart, is Moshe of one thought. Maybe that's a deeper pshad of what the Chassan says to the Kawa under the Chuppah. Haryam Kudoshes li betabazu kadas Moshe v'Yisrael. Like Moshe and Yisrael. I'm a Kudoshist to you. I'm married to you. I'm committed to you with the same kind of commitment that Moshe Rabbeinu committed to Kalal Yisrael. That's what our marriage is based on. It's based on that Mesiris Nefesh. Based on that giving. Total commitment. ready to give his life. Moshev Yisrael. That's Moshev And That's Kedas Moshe Yisrael. And one can say this, obviously, under the Chuppah, one can say this any at any uh, stage of a, of a l'chaim, of a vart, of throughout. That's uh, at an anniversary party. They've had commitment to each other. Uh, any time uh, one has to uh, to speak. Just end with one, one liner. a one-liner. A one-liner, it's a skirt, End with a one-liner where the previous... So and okay, beforehand what the Kotzker says on Pasuk where's the Pasuk? Pasuk base. the end of the Parsha V'yamar HaShem O'Moshe Hashem says to Moshe A'Lei Elyi HaHarve go up the mountain be there and then I'll give you the Luchos HaEven ask the Kotzker A'Lei Eli, HaHarve go up the mountain and be there obviously if he's up the mountain he's there A'Lei Eli, HaHarve Yeisham says the Kotzker a lot of times we could go up the mountain and we're not there We could go. We could go to the Sheer, but we're not there. We're sitting there. We're physically there, but we're not there. We can move to Eretz Yisrael. We can live in Eretz. We can be in Eretz Yisrael. We could go, but we're not there. Says the Kutzker. Be there. Don't just go up the mountain. Every situation. Don't just physically be there. Experience it. Take part in it. ha-hara. But don't just do that. The Yesha. You've got to be there. That's what the Khatskar says in fourteen. Mikan for you could get to Shasha High level. Ulam You could get up there, but you won't be there. Hu is head somewhere else. And just to end, like we started, I was never Zokha to meet my grandfather, but uh, I've met more than one person who said that the type of impact that he had on their life was tremendous. More than one person has told me, more than one rov has told me that the reason they went into the rabbinate was because of his drashas, because of what they heard in the Bialystok or in the Lower East Side in the 1950s. Again, the words of Torah, hopefully, he was, he sounded like, he was a yesham. It wasn't just a leil He got there, but then he helped other people experience it. Bez Hashem, the Yischus for 50th year, fiftieth yard site. Bez Hashem, it should be a melech yosher for all of Klal